Hey there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Trucker Talk. It's me, Richard, talking at you tonight. It's a beautiful evening. Headed northbound on I-45, coming out of Houston, going straight up to Dallas, and headed over to the house. Going up to 87. Folks, I'm going to talk to you guys tonight about the subject that's really got my attention. And the reason it has my attention is because it's got to be one of the stupidest things I've ever seen or heard done. As I've said in the past episodes, I'm 20 years old and drug driver. You somehow tell me how it's illegal for me to be 20 years old and a truck driver. It's not. But that's not what tonight's deal is about. We'll save that for another night when I was told that was illegal. No, sir, what we're talking about is uh, the fact that I'm 20 years old, I've been a truck driver for two years now, I grew up in this industry, so believe me when I say I've been around trucking my whole life. And I walk into a truck stop one day to buy a pack of cigarettes, a day like any other day, today, walk into a truck stop, a truck stop I've been doing business at for two years, the Love's brand, Love's Truck Stop. I walk on in there to buy myself a pack of cigarettes and I get greeted with hostility. I get greeted with hostility and talked down to like I'm some kind of moron. And I'm blown away. I had to remind them of the grandfather clause in this great state of Texas. And, and, and let, let's talk about where this begins. This begins at Greg Abbott, that stupid crippled fuck in a wheelchair who changed the smoking age to 21 because a bunch of kids are dying because of vaping. Alright, we get it. Kids, teenagers, teenagers, are dying because of vaping, so you want to make it harder for them to have access to. They weren't 18 before they started dying from it, dipshit. It's just like trying to ban guns. The criminals are going to get guns. Yeah, well, those underage kids that want to vape they're still gonna go get that fucking vape. And next thing you know, I'll turn 21 and I'll smoke and I'll be happy again. I'll be able to buy my own cigarettes and I'll update the law to 25 or some other stupid shit. It's like alcohol. Gotta be 21. Drive a truck outside the state of Texas. Gotta be 21. Gotta be 21 to do all these great fucking things, but supposedly this is the land of the free, right? Land of the free, home of the brave. I'm sure as fuck not seeing land of the free. When I've got to play by every fucking rule and kiss somebody's ass because I'm 20 years old and now I'm not allowed to buy cigarettes. And I've been doing it since I was 18 years old and I've been smoking since I was 12. Didn't start smoking at an early age because of bad parenting. I started smoking at an early age because... I had a mature mind back then, and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to smoke. And I smoked from 12 to 18. When I turned 18, I started buying my own smokes. Now I'm 20. Two years now, I've been buying my smokes legally. Now i got to go back to being a minor in the state of Texas. Allegedly. No, I'm pissed off because no one wants to honor that grandfather clause that he signed in with that bill that states that anyone born on or before August 31st, 2001 is exempt to this new law. 
because they were already 18 years old when August 31st this year rolled around to September 1st when that law went into effect. No one wants to honor it, at least not loves travel stops. And that's where my beef is, is the fact that I've been a diamond standard customer at these truck stops for years. I know, I know you don't know what a diamond standard customer is. It's whenever you you pump up to X amount of gallons and they'll give you diamond status, which is, you know, your preferred customer because you're obviously giving them your business if you're feeling 1,500 gallons or plus a month at their, tra- at their truck stops. And I know that they have a law to play by. They don't want to lose their jobs. That's all well and good. But what I didn't like was being greeted with hostility and being talked down to like I was some kind of moron by the manager whose name was Terry. Uh, Didn't enjoy the girl. Didn't know her name. Who talked down to me like I was fucking stupid just to be blunt with you. Like, I walked in there and I said, alright, I'll take a pack of Eagle 20 Red 100s, please. Let me see your ID. Showed her my ID. She went to scan it. I said, you won't be able to scan it. My ID's obviously scratched up. You're gonna have to enter it manually. She turned it around, looked at the date, and said, nope, I can't do it. I said, why not? She said, because you're not old enough. I said, ma'am, I just bought a pack of Swisher Sweet Cigars two hours ago at another Love's in Houston. Please, would you punch in the date and change one fucking number for me? So that way I can have my smokes. She said, nope, not doing it. We're not doing it. I said, well, that's pretty shitty. And I walked off. Because of how she was talking to me. Greeting me with all that hostility. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. I didn't ask for it. She could have been nice about it. And I'd have been like, okay. Thank you, ma'am. You have a good day. And I'd have walked out of the truck stop, gotten back in my truck, and I'd be going down the highway, which I am doing right now. Instead, she treated me like shit, had to go call the manager, let him know how she was treating me, and ended up being a bigger ordeal than it should have been. Now, I'm not the usual kind of guy that goes off and calls in a manager for backup or anything. I'm the type of guy that, you want to get cocky with me, I'm going to get cocky with you, and I'm going to fucking get right in your face. Simple as that. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about how that stupid fucking Austin... And Greg Abbott, that crippled son of a bitch in a wheelchair. How the fuck you gonna be elected governor of the greatest state in the United States of America while you're in a fucking wheelchair and then change the smoking law and try to change your citizens of this state? Nah, fuck you, you crippled son of a bitch. I hope you fucking hear this and I hope you choke on a dick and die. I really don't like your ass. Rick Perry was so much fucking better than you. Hell, at this point, I think George Bush would be a better fucking governor than you. 
You know, I just, I don't understand why it is that you gotta go off and change the fucking law and make it harder on everyone else when you don't realize that it's like the gun control topic. You think that you're gonna stop those kids from getting them? Fuck no. They're still gonna get it, like the criminals that still get guns, and we still have mass shootings. It's it's beyond me. And I'd really like for him to, you know, take a look at one thing, too. They made an exemption, not just a grandfather clause, but an exemption for active duty military members of all ages. Okay. That works. Whatever. Quick question, though, Bub. If you're going to give one exemption, why won't you give all of us an exemption. Why won't you let all of us continue about our way? Because if you're going to hand out a fucking exemption, then there should, be, there, there should be no point in the fucking law. Honestly. It means that someone that turns 18 this December goes out, signs up for boot camp, the active duty military, and boom, they're smoking. They got a 15-year-old brother who wants to smoke and vape. But they aren't old enough to buy. But their active duty military family member sure can. So that's what they do for them. They go and buy for them. You think you're gonna stop me from fucking smoking? Nah, you ain't gonna fucking stop me, dumbass. I'm gonna go get my 21-year-old girlfriend to go buy my shit for me. And when she does, I'm gonna have her buy it bulk. Cartons on cartons on cartons. And then I'm going to take them in a truck with me and have plenty of fucking cigarettes. Because that way I ain't got to stop no one or try to support no fucking businesses or nothing. Trying to find more smokes. If you're going to try and make an exemption, then there's no point in the law. It's the same thing with ELDs and big trucks. They wanted to make a rule about trucking. make a rule about trucking for the ELDs anyone that has a truck 2001 or 2000 or newer gotta have an electronic logging device okay that's cool whatever but all your cattle haulers they get an exemption they don't have to have it so you got cattle haulers driving around in brand new fucking trucks with no ELDs Thanks to your U.S. government and your democratic stupid sons of bitches, they're still playing with their funny books. Their etched sketches. Whatever you call a paper log book. They're still playing with them. Still doing whatever they want. Changing their hours. Doing this. Doing that. And I can't bitch your moan. I have a funny book up on the dash. My paper logbook. I like it better than I do the ELD anyways. But the fact of the matter is they have an exemption. Me, my truck doesn't meet the criteria to have an ELD on it. That's fair game. Then they get exempt from it. Just because they pull livestock? I think not. I really don't. 
that's about the stupidest shit I've ever fucking heard. If you're gonna make a law, everyone needs to obey by it. And that means fucking everyone. Not an exempt group. Everyone. Anyways, we're over with that random rage and shit. Started out about cigarettes, made its way to the trucking industry, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, who gives a shit? Anyways, like I said earlier, it's a beautiful Friday night. I'm sitting here staring at the sunset and the clouds. It's currently 7.59. Where I'm at. We're just trucking back home. Had a short week, only worked two days yesterday and today. But I made it down to Houston, got unloaded, got reloaded. Slept all day and now I'm trucking back up tonight. Get home probably somewhere around two, three o'clock in the morning, maybe four. Then I leave again Monday. Do it all again next week. Maybe not Houston, but trailer truck anyways but yeah folks I don't know this world's just so fucked up everything's becoming so politically correct people not wanting to hurt other people and this and that we're all just becoming a bunch of pussies That's right, I said pussies, and I yawned. I'm sorry, folks. To me, it ain't right. It ain't. You know. Let me go into some further detail. It ain't right that someone in my line of work who is the backbone of the economy, the American trucker, transports all your goods, can't go buy a pack of fucking cigarettes. And I'm not trying to make this no fucking pity party for me, I'm just trying to, just trying to let everyone know my, my frustrations and how upset I am. I mean, fuck, it's like after I went and tried to buy that pack of cigarettes, I didn't just walk out of the truck stop and leave or just go talk directly to the manager. I tried to have a cool-down period. I went to Wendy's in there. I tried to get a burger. I was standing at the counter for 10 fucking minutes, and I kept getting ignored. The guy was walking by me, back and forth, back and forth. Wouldn't pay any mind to me. The guys in the kitchen were just sitting there staring at me like I was supposed to yell my food at them. The manager was sitting there staring at nothing. He was high as a fucking kite, you can tell. The place reeked of marijuana when I walked in. I mean, the fuck is the world coming to when you can't even get help at a fast food joint? And the manager of that fast food joint's blazed as high as a fucking kite. I know I just said blazed as high as a fucking kite. I don't know the terminology for marijuana or any highs or anything like that. I know you get high. That's all I know. But anyways. I mean, 
mean, that upset me. The cigarette thing upset me. Everything just, it upset me. And it's not because I'm a pansy or a pussy. It's because of the fact that these people in this fucking country are trying to be something that is idiotic. My father's been smoking since he was eight years old. Doesn't have lung cancer. He's been smoking non-filter cigarettes. I started smoking non-filter cigarettes when I was 12 years old. And about the only problem with me is the fact that I can't run. But it's not because I'm fucking... It's it's not because I've been smoking. It's because I'm fat. I got fat. You can say, well, you got fat because you couldn't exercise because you were smoking. No, that ain't true. That ain't true at all. I'm fat because I don't exercise because I don't have time. And when I do have time, I really just find other things. Not gonna lie, I'm lazy. About exercise. You can ask all my friends. I'll tell you, I'm not lazy, lazy. I work. Hard work for me. But, uh, you know, it, it upsets me that back in the day he could buy cigarettes at eight years old out of a quarter machine, a pack of cigarettes, a pack of camel non filters for a quarter back in his day. Nowadays, it costs me $5 to get a pack of non-filter cigarettes for a cheaper brick version. It cost me 10 bucks a pack to get those Camel non-filters. Fuck that. But anyways. So, you know, here we are trucking across the highways and shit. 20 years old, and I'm just sitting here thinking, why can't I buy cigarettes? Why can't I participate in that? I could two years ago, and there was no talk of changing the law back then from this crippled fuck. But today there is. He done went and changed the law on us because a bunch of kids started dying from vaping. That's because parents aren't paying enough attention to their kids. My parents knew I smoked at 12 years old. That's why I started smoking was because I was stealing cigarette butts out of my dad's ashtray. And he said, son, I know you've been smoking my cigarette butts. I was like, dad, no, no, I'm not, man. I'm not that way. I'm a good kid. I'm never going to smoke. He said, Richie, cut the shit. I know you've been smoking my snipes out of my ashtray. And here's the thing. You can either smoke like a real man in front of me, or you're not going to smoke at all. I'm not going to have you out there behind the trailer smoking a snipe or something and burning down the trailer just because you forgot to put it out. We were in a real bad drought. There was a bunch of dry tumbleweeds behind our trailer. So anyways, I went right next door, 12 years old, to a little Asian convenience store and right next door to our shop and bought me a pack of cigarettes and I started smoking that day. I haven't given it up since. But from the time I was 12 years old to now, I've been smoking. I think my life is my choice. I think anybody, once they turn 18 years of age and move out of their mom and dad's house and can be a functioning adult in society and pay taxes, buy stuff, have a car, this, that, the other... I think they're old enough to decide what the fuck they want to do with their lives, whether it be smoking, drinking, joining the military, driving a tractor trailer across the nation, things of that nature. Because the second that you start giving these 18-year-olds a lot more responsibility, the quicker they're going to grow up and be more responsible. 
Look at the responsibilities that were put on my dad at eight, nine years old. He was working at a fucking gas station for his dad. Doing mechanics. In New York. In New York is where he was doing it at. Look at how he turned out. He's a perfect man. He's made millions of dollars throughout his lifetime. He's contributed millions into the economy. In taxes. For all those welfare recipient motherfuckers to be able to enjoy and sit around and not do anything. And keep voting democratic and allowing these stupid sons of bitches to make laws upon us. This all starts with paying attention to your kids, folks. It's that simple. You gotta pay attention to your kids. You gotta watch them. You don't want your kid dying from vaping, so somebody's gotta make a stupid ass law to affect everyone else in this state, country, because all the states are gonna swing this way. If Texas did it, all of them are going to. Believe me. But, you know, let's look at that. The fact that you're not watching your kids is why they're dying. That's why that law was made. The fact that you don't teach your kid responsibilities and things is why I get ignored when I go to Wendy's to order food. It's why I have to put up with a bitch of somebody's daughter standing behind the counter instead of just saying, no, sir, I can't risk my job to sell you cigarettes, which I'd have been more understanding. Instead, she had to be a complete and total fucking cunt to me. It's time to start putting up our fucking hands. Smack your kid when they backtalk you. Spank them when they misbehave. Teach your kids responsibility. Teach them to be responsible for themselves and their actions. And we won't have a country that's run by a bunch of pussies that want nothing fucking happening around here. Or they want us to be a socialist fucking nation now. And the only man trying to stop all this shit, trying to tell you how to be more American is Donald Trump and everybody wants to hate him. One of my one of my friends from high school, I just seen a post on Facebook today, said, fuck Trump. I went to that stupid motherfucker's page and clicked unfriend and I said, fuck you. If you can't support what Donald Trump's doing for this country, I can't support you as my friend. We're no longer friends. I can't help that he got his feelings hurt. I can't help that he feels like he's a minority in this country. I can't help it, man. I can't. But I sure as shit can get off his page and get, quit being friends with him. And some of you might think, well, that's pretty petty that he, you don't allow him to have his opinion. No, I allow him to have his opinion, just not around me. Because whenever I voice my opinion that I like Donald Trump, I get shot down. I get put down. I get told I'm a fucking idiot for liking Trump. I get called a racist. I get called all kinds of things. But the reality of it is, forgive me, or no, don't forgive me. Hate me for liking somebody that wants to do better for this country. Hate me for all the wrong reasons, right? That makes a lot of fucking sense. You're part of the problem with this country, and you need to go ahead and drink the poison Kool-Aid instead of the potion Kool-Aid that makes you follow them. Because if you're just going to keep being a part of the problem, you're never going to resolve anything in this country. And we're just going to waste 
thousands and thousands and thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars on y'all's dumbasses by the time y'all reach 60. Because y'all don't want to do a fucking thing. Y'all want to sit at home and not work and not have a job. It's a tough world out there. Guess what, motherfuckers? I was 15 years old working at Buffalo Wild Wings. At 16, I was working at Sonic. At 17, I was working at Dairy Queen. And whenever I turned 18, guess what I did? I went and got my commercial driver's license. And I've been driving a truck for the past two years. Mind you, in that two years, I've also worked for the railroad. I've worked for a mining company. Hasn't just been trucking. And since before all that, what gave me my work ethic to go get a job at 15 years old was that I was working at my father's mechanic shop. And some of y'all think, yeah, your father's mechanic shop. Nah, motherfuckers, when I walked through that door in the morning, my relationship with my dad ended. He became my boss. He became that dickhead that you go stand by the water machine and talk shit to your friends with because you don't like him. That's who the fuck he was. He was the guy that would throw a fucking half-inch socket, half-inch drive socket, at your forehead. Hit you. Tell you you didn't give a fuck. Tell you to work through the pain, the blood, the whatever. And when you got home that night and sat down next to him at the dinner table, <coughs> after everybody washed up and showered, he'd look at you and be like, what happened to you? Are you okay? That's how the relationship with him was. Wasn't abusive. Wasn't any of that. No. He was teaching us. He was bringing us up to be a part of the real world. Thankfully, I had a teacher early in life teaching me those things. And that teacher was my father. That's why I idolize that man. That's why I work as hard as I do. I want to do better than he did. It's like the other day I was talking to my girlfriend and uh, we had a conversation about me buying a big truck and I said, as long as I do it by 23, she said, why 23? I said, that's when my dad bought his first truck. She said, okay. What, what's that about? I said, it's about beating him. And I told him on the phone that 20 years old, alright, I still got three years to beat you. He's like, that's kind of rude, don't you think? I said, no. It's a challenge and he knows it is. Because by 23, I need to have my own truck. To be more successful than he was at that age. I'm like, okay, that's really rude. I said, no. That's what your parents want for you, is to be more successful than them. They want you to be better than they were in life. Your parents want better for you. Speaking of which, while we're on the topic of my girlfriend... I want to give her a quick shout-out. Emily, baby, I love you. Can't wait to see you tonight when I get home. And real quick, I want to give a shout-out to my friends Shane and Steve over at the Redneck Garage. Y'all make sure and go check them out. They put up a couple episodes in the past couple days. Lots of funny stuff going on over there, folks. So y'all go on over there, give them a listen, give them a like. Donate to their whiskey fund, whatever. Go listen to them. A lot of fun stuff, I promise, folks. And good songs, good music, too. We've got, we've got a friend over there that... I guess our over there with That's why I say we've got a friend. Uh, we got a friend over there who uh, plays the guitar very well. His name's Camp Sandwich. 
Uh, I'd love to have them on my show at some point. So, y'all just feel free to go on over there and listen to the Redneck Garage. If you're new listening to me, uh, go check them out. Shane and Steve at the Redneck Garage. They're awesome. Awesome guys. And also, real quick, I want to tell you guys to download the Anchor app. Come on, guys. I'm doing it. I know you can hear that chair shaking in the background. I know you can hear the truck in the background. It means I'm driving the truck down the highway. I'm talking to you hands-free on my headphones. On the Anchor app. Making my own podcast. Never thought I'd have the voice to be on the air, but apparently people have been listening to me. Ohio, New York. They listened to me. I don't know whether or not they listened to the whole thing. I don't know if they listened to five minutes of it, decided that they hated my voice. Whatever it is, that means that they listened to me, and that makes me happy to think that maybe somebody out there is listening to me and thinking, huh, this guy kind of has a valid point about a couple things. You don't have to agree with me 100%. You don't have to agree with me at all. I still love you the same. I still hate you the same. You hate me the same. You love me the same. Whatever it is. Don't matter. We're all human. Nobody's perfect, folks. That's really the way it is. But, uh, anyways, we'll, uh, I'll be creating a Facebook page for my podcast here, and, uh, hopefully if we grow to be big enough, we'll have merchandise, we'll have things like that. If I get a big enough following, I'm not planning on being, you know, Casey Caseman's America's Top 40's spokesperson, believe me, I'm not planning on doing that. Because I don't have any sponsors. I'm not looking for a sponsor. I'm not looking for any of this. I'm just looking for folks that want to have a good time. Want to sit back, talk, listen, have a good time. Speaking of which, y'all feel free to send me a voice message if you want me to talk about something. Send me a voice message, say hi, and I'll figure out how to put it on the air with my episode. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Because I know my two buddies listen to this. I know my girlfriend listens to it. And they don't live in New York or Ohio, so obviously I got people up there listening. Oh, wait, I do know somebody in Ohio, one of my friends. My brother, actually. He's like my little brother. But uh, I got him. I mean, so y'all come on and y'all come on and listen to us. Hell, it'll, it'll be good, I promise. I mean, I curse a lot. I might get carried away talking about things, but who don't? I mean, I'm only human, folks. I'm just a normal, everyday human being. Try my best to do my job keeping this truck between the zipper line and the solid line. But, anyways. So, uh, like I said, hopefully we'll make a Facebook. Okay, we're back now. I don't know if anybody heard that God's Country song, but that was uh, Blake Shelton, I think. Yeah, Blake Shelton, God's Country. Sorry, my girlfriend was calling me. I'm not answering the phone right now. I should have put my phone on silent. Forgot to. Wasn't expecting phone calls. But anyways, as I said, if we grow, if this podcast grows, you know, we'll probably do a little bit of merchandise. We might do... 
Well, I'm definitely going to do a Facebook page for it. Um, you know, we might we might have a deal like uh, my buddies over at the Redneck Garage, where if I end up buying buying a big truck, you know, uh, having a having a sweepstake or a sweepstake, having a comp competition to see if somebody goes out and rides in the truck with me for a couple days and learns a thing or two, you know, uh, wins a peril. If I do decide to do that side of this. I mean, folks, I don't know. I'm new to this. I've seen people make it big on YouTube. I've seen people make it big off the podcast. I'm not trying to make it big. I'm just trying to find something to bide the time while I'm driving. I'm trying to find something to make life a little bit easier and help somebody else. Entertain somebody else, per se. I'm not answering. So y'all hang on a second. I just got to hit the clients. All right, I declined the call. Anyways, but uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're not we're not trying to do nothing big here, folks. We're just trying to. I said that probably five times now. Y'all, I'm sorry. It's been a rough two days for me out here. Now I've got her calling me out the lawsuit. So, this is probably where I'm going to end this episode. But, y'all come on back and listen to us again. Listen to me again. I'll start having some guests, guests on this show at some point, y'all, I swear. I'd like to get my friends involved. God knows they allow me on theirs. So I'd like to allow them on mine or give them the option anyways. But anyways, folks, y'all have a blessed night. Y'all have a safe weekend. Everybody be safe. Remember to give truckers their room. Remember to give construction workers their room. That's a big subject to me. Just make sure everybody has room work. Safety, safety, safety. But, uh, you know, y'all go, y'all go on out there. Have a safe weekend. Y'all just make sure and, and uh, do the best y'all can. And if you ever get bored, just come on back and look for a new episode. I'm going to try and start publishing new episodes soon instead of waiting long periods of time. But anyways, y'all, I'm 1010 and on the side. Bye-bye.